This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Friday, March 29th, 2019. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Two Severn men are facing a bunch of charges that they may not have had to face if they had just played it a little bit differently. Deshaun Cornelius Evans and Anthony Chandler Godbolt were arrested by Anne Arundel County Police after they ran from a traffic stop. Police did catch up with them after they lost control of the Mercedes they were driving, and a search of the vehicle revealed a loaded handgun on the floor of the driver's side. Now, I don't know if it was purchased illegally or whatnot, but there was also a shoebox with 20 packages of marijuana gummy bears and about $400 worth of marijuana. Not huge amounts. More likely than not, misdemeanors. But Evans was charged with three counts of first-degree assault, possession with intent to distribute drugs, two charges of using a firearm during a drug distribution, and having a loaded handgun in a vehicle. Godbolt was charged with possession of more than 10 grams of marijuana, two charges of using a firearm while distributing drugs, and having a loaded handgun in a vehicle. There was a third person in the car as well. He was not arrested, nor was he charged. Somehow, I think if they played that a little bit differently, things would have worked out in their favor. All right, let's slide over into the Maryland General Assembly. We've got some good news out of the General Assembly for a change, and they voted unanimously to name June 28th Freedom of the Press Day. For once, they got together and did something unanimously. The House of Delegates passed the resolution 137 to nothing, and the Senate did it 46 to nothing. It was sponsored by our own delegate, Alice Kane, as well as our own state senator, Sarah Elfrith. But it wasn't without controversy because Delegate Mark Fisher, who is a Calvert County Republican, said he was agitated by a column in the Maryland Matters website about the Calvert Cliffs nuclear power plant. And prior to voting for the resolution, he had to get a little bit of a jab in there by saying, freedom of the press is important, including even if as a journalist you want to put out fake news. I'm going to vote for this bill because I think you have the right to print fake news. Well, thank you for those words, Delegate Fisher. Governor Hogan got a 1-2-3 punch yesterday afternoon as the Maryland General Assembly took swift action to override three of Hogan's vetoes from yesterday. As expected, they did override the minimum wage bill. By significant margins, the House overrode it 96-43, to and it was 32-15 to in the Senate. It only takes 29 votes to override in the Senate and 85 in the House. Lawmakers also overrode a veto of a bill that strips Comptroller Peter Francho of his Alcohol, Tobacco, Enforcement Authority, and that will create a new commission. The House override vote on that one was 98 to 39 and 30 to 15 in the Senate, and that actually kind of surprises me. I thought there might be some more reasonable minds there. Democratic Delegate Derek Davis of Prince George County was arguing for the bill, saying it was good policy to strip the Comptroller of the duties. And Delegate Davis, I might say, why wasn't it good policy before? You've been in the House of Delegates since 1995. The Comptroller has had control of that since 1936. So maybe you should explain why it was bad policy for the past 24 years of your terms. And finally, the Senate also overrode Hogan's veto of the school start after Labor Day bill. The House did not vote. They are expected to vote on that today. And that is expected to go just as the Senate did with an overridden veto. That will give schools the ability to change their calendars starting for the 1920 school year. 
Annapolis City is making it a little bit more difficult to recycle. Beginning on Monday, Annapolis residents can no longer include plastic bags in their curbside pickup. In fact, they won't even pick it up. The city is not accepting thin plastics after the company that picks up the trash said that they would not pick it up anymore. I'm not sure who's calling the shots there, but they do claim that the machinery at the recycling plants does get jammed with thin plastics. No longer acceptable are plastic kitchen trash bags, plastic grocery bags, plastic newspaper sleeves, plastic dry cleaning bags, plastic bread bags, any kind of a Ziploc food storage bag, plastic produce bags, plastic overwrap for items that come in cases like toilet paper, paper towels, anything that may be shrink-wrapped. If you have any of that in your bins, they are going to be rejected, tagged, and left behind for you to try again the following week. And if you are hell-bent on recycling, you can take those thin plastics to most grocery stores, and there is usually a bin where you can recycle them there. All right, that is about it for the top news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. We don't know what's coming down the pike. You want to give that first link in our show notes a click and find out all the different ways that you can connect with us. If you are someplace you can leave a review or a rating, please do that. Let your friends and colleagues and family know about us and hang tight because we've got George Young with your local DMV weather and we've got our picks for the weekend coming up. And that's all happening right after this brief message from my favorite geeks up in Severna Park, MacMedics. Have you ever been to the Annapolis Mall when it opens for the day? Maybe you've noticed the line of folks waiting to get into the Apple Store. As you may know, I'm a Mac user, and today's episode of the Daily News Brief, in fact, all of the episodes of the Daily News Brief, have been produced right here on my Mac computer. What you might not know about is MacMedics. They were founded here in Annapolis in 1989, and they are an Apple-authorized premium service provider, the only one in the Baltimore-Annapolis, D.C. area. And what that means to you is that they repair all Apple devices, including the iPhone screens and batteries, all without an appointment. And most repairs are done the same day, usually within two hours. They also sell everything except the iPhone and the watch for the same price as Apple. I don't know why you would go anywhere else. Give them a call at 410-757-MACS, or if you're not into the whole letter thing, 410-757-6227. Stop by their retail store in Severna Park on Benfield Road, or their service center in Lanham, right off of Route 50. Or you can always check them out online at macmedics.com. I'll tell you, they've saved me quite a few times, and I know they can save you. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Friday, March 29th. We've had a great weather week so far across all of Anne Arundel County and the good news is the best two days of the week will be today and tomorrow. Look for a mixture of sun and clouds today with temps in the 66 to 73 degree range to be followed by more mixed skies tomorrow and even warmer high temps in the 70 to 77 degree range for all. And while Sunday will be cooler in the 50s and slightly wet, Due to a cold front moving through and producing some rain showers, it won't be a washout by any stretch, so keep your plans and be ready for a nice, fun weekend ahead. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMD Weather. Make it a great weekend out there, and be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores, and also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmdweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. 
Join Anne Arundel Medical Center Foundation on Saturday, April 27, 2019 at our Denim and Diamonds Bash in Annapolis. Denim and Diamonds is a fun evening under the stars featuring fabulous cuisine and gourmet food trucks, live and silent auction, and a live band. Last year, AAMC cared for more than 2,000 patients in our emergency departments suffering from mental illness or addiction. Help us expand much-needed inpatient and outpatient programs and services for your community. For tickets and sponsors, visit aamcdenimanddiamonds.org. Special thanks to our platinum sponsors, AAMC Medical Staff, the Chesapeake Bayhawks, Comcast, the Evan K. Thallenberg family, What's Up Media, and WRNR. Every weekend, there's something exciting going on in the Annapolis area. Be sure to visit iAnnapolis.net to sign up for a newsletter highlighting all the weekend events. Here are our top picks for this weekend. God, it's spring is here and this is the first great weekend we have to celebrate spring and it is actually Maryland's birthday. Well, it was a little bit earlier, but they are celebrating Maryland Day this weekend. You can get all of the details at MarylandDay.org. Check this out. Everything is free or $1 admission and just around the county. You've got offerings from Maryland Hall for the Creative Arts, the Chesapeake Children's Museum, the Western Annapolis, Wiley Bates Legacy Center, Brewer Hill Cemetery, Maryland State Archives, the Peca House and Gardens, Hammond Harwood House, Watermark Tours, the Banneker Douglas Museum, Charles Carroll House, Chase Lloyd House, Maryland Federation of Art, the Mitchell Gallery at St. John's, the Pride of Baltimore, too, is here in port, and you can get on board there. And Watermark Tours is offering a walking tour. Over in Eastport, you've got the Annapolis Maritime Museum and Park, and a little bit further out, historic London Town Gardens, the Anne Arundel County Farmers Market, the Scenic Rivers Land Trust, Homestead Gardens, Green Street Gardens, the Deal Historical Society, Cirque, or the Smithsonian Environmental Research Center, the Captain Avery Museum, all offering really cool things and activities to do to celebrate everything Maryland. All of the details and schedules are available at MarylandDay.org. And again, everything is a buck or less. Baseball season is here, and the Bowie Bay Sox are getting ready to start off their season on April 11th. This Saturday, starting at 10 a.m. over at the Bowie Bay Sox Stadium, it is their free family fun fest. They will have mascots there. They will have games for the kids. You've got food, and you can buy your tickets to the Bowie Bay Sox. And if you'd like to know a little bit more about the Bowie Bay Sox, head on over to the Maryland Crabs podcast and check out our latest episode. We spoke with Phil Rye, who's the assistant general manager, as well as Brian Schalkos, who is the general manager. Found out all about minor league baseball and some of the really fun events that are coming up throughout the season. Opening day, as I said, is April 11th, and you can actually pick up tickets at the Family Fun Fest on Saturday starting at 10 a.m. at the Bay Sox Stadium. Other events that are going around tomorrow at the Bacon Ridge Natural Area, which is right off of Hawkins Road in Crownsville, just past the I-97 overpass. They are having a guided history hike. It gets underway at 10 a.m., and it is about two and a half to four miles, depending on which trail you take. It's a 900-acre protected forest. It is all ages, but the trail is unpaved, and you can bring Fido. Well-behaved dogs are always welcome, but they must be on a leash. It is free. 
You can tell it is spring when the farmer's market on Reva Road opens up, and it does open up again on Saturday from 7 a.m. till noon. This is right at 275 Harry Truman Parkway, right at the corner of Reva Road and Harry Truman Parkway. I always like to get my market buns from Bakers and Company, and you can't go wrong with a pie from Big Money. If you want to head out of town a little bit, again tomorrow from noon to 4 in Patterson Park in Baltimore, it is the Creative Alliance's Big Baltimore Kite Fest. Again, put on by the Creative Alliance, and you can get information at creativealliance.org. But they are going to have stations where you can make your own kite. You can just sit down with a picnic basket and a blanket and watch. The skies above Baltimore will be filled with color. Sunday, and this is a great free event at Maryland Hall. It is their annual Art Fest. It's their open house along with a free concert by the U.S. Naval Academy Band. This gets underway at 1 p.m. on Sunday, goes till 5, and you're going to have plenty of art demonstrations, music recitals, dance performances, exhibitions, hands-on activities, children's crafts, and finally, as I mentioned, the United States Naval Academy Band will put on a free concert. If you were at the Annapolis Film Festival last weekend, I'm sure you were in Maryland Hall a time or two, but if If you have not been to Maryland Hall lately, definitely get out there and check out the galleries that they've got. This is not the Maryland Hall that it was 10 years ago. It's not the Maryland Hall that it was five years ago. It's not even the Maryland Hall that it was a year ago. Definitely give that a shot on Sunday. Those are our top picks for the weekend. Whatever you do this weekend, please do it safely. We want to see you here on Monday. And with that said, have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.